We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hi, guys. Welcome to Whining with Nurses. Today it is me and um, Sarah's coworker Hunter is here. Thanks for being here, Hunter. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And um, he is a Merce, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> you're our first uh, guy nurse that's been on the podcast. Really? How do you oh. feel about that? It's an honor. Oh, you should be honored. Yes. We're a very famous podcast. And <laughs> of course, of course. I've seen the Instagram. I've, I've heard a couple podcasts already. Oh, really? Already. Do you yes. follow our Instagram? I, yes, I do, actually. Oh, and that's okay. how I See, now you can't lie. You're like, of course upon I it. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Have you, like, listened to the podcast? It's okay if you haven't. Uh, listen to the last one. Okay. The last one you guys oh, cool. did. Oh, yes. cool. Yeah, just to, like, get a, yeah. Right. Um, prepare for this. Right, yeah. Really, really prepare. It's good. Makeups and stories. No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so you brought, we'll just start by opening the wine so that we can get drinking. Is this sure. like a screw-off? Yeah, so this is actually from a winery that I used to work at. It's called Miami's oh. the Pinot Noir. It's from Camus Vineyards. Oh, what did you do with um, it? I like to say that I was in the tasting room, but uh, I kind of spent just the last two weeks there. <laughs> Most of the time I was in the labeling department. Um, but it's it's a really good wine. Uh, it's very flavorful. It's yeah. more... Um, Berry, berry fiber like it's from the coast mm -hmm. of California as well. Okay. So, Naomi Pinot Noir. What's the oh, 2017? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And then, um, what did you do? Were you like that? You poured wine or? Yeah, yeah. In the last, you know, when I before I quit, yeah, I did. I did pour some wine. I did work in the tasting room. Uh -huh. uh, I wasn't very much acquainted with the other variety because they do bottle from other wineries as well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is one of the ones that I do remember. Do you have like a wine background? Like were you trained or did you go to school or you just happened no, no, to get no. a job at a winery? No, I just happened to get a, a job at the winery. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I needed it and it was open. So, But it's it's cool though. You get to meet a lot of different people. Uh, you get to learn about the process of uh, winemaking. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty interesting, I would say. Were you doing that like to get money while you were in nursing school or? No, that was before nursing school. So okay. I actually took a couple of years off after high school because I didn't know what I, what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so, so I took a job at the winery. I worked for about two years, two and a half years or something like that. And uh, I didn't really like it. So um, after that, uh, I started my prerequisite. Okay. Is that a bachelor's program? Yeah, or? It's yes, it's a bachelor's program. Okay. Sorry, he's opening the wine. I'm going to hold it here. Bachelor's program. Okay, cool. And when did you graduate? Uh, a couple of oh. years ago, actually. 2000, I think it's 2017. So 17? 16. Oh, so you're like 16. kind of a new nurse. Yeah, I'm a yeah. baby nurse. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. How, what did you feel about nursing school? Was it a good experience? Bad? Um, to be honest, I think. Oh, sorry no, you're about that. good. You're good. <clears throat> uh, nursing school was was okay. I stayed pretty busy. Actually, I didn't have much time uh, or spend that much time at campus. Mm -hmm. um, I worked three jobs and had a girlfriend at that time, so I was wow. I was really busy. What <laughs> so, What were your other two jobs? So I was doing caregiving. I was taking care of a couple of um, older uh, people from from my church. Uh, I was also doing um, 
front desk at this hotel mm-hmm. in San Elena, in, in like the nearby town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, what else was I doing? Oh, and I was a mental health technician at the hospital also. Wow. Um, where I currently work now. Wow. While you were in full-time nursing school. Yeah, while well, I was in full, yeah, full-time nursing school. Wow, you're so. like those people, like they like, bow down to you. I was like a pussy. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm so overwhelmed and just like in nursing school full-time, not working any jobs, which I should have because I have a lot of debt now. <laughs> yeah, that's what prompted me to do it in the first place. It's amazing the amount of debt people now go through. Right. Are yeah. you in no debt because of it or are you still um, I still have a, I think I left school with about, between fifteen and twenty thousand, so it wasn't too bad. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I think I left with like fifty something thousand. Oh, that's not. I still too have bad. like 30, 30, 29, 28 left. So oh, that's crazy. I'm getting there, but um, yeah, I graduated in twenty seventeen. Oh no, sorry, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> that okay. was your graduation. I was not there. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Um, and I did all sorts of stuff like before I decided to be a nurse um, as far as like school and I traveled and I lived in another country. Um, I wanted to be like an archaeologist. And, oh, that's good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And then that's what my mom did for a while. Really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then she was a teacher and now she teaches like English as a second language. Oh. And um, anyway, and I went to school in St. Louis and in Madrid in Spain. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was an experience, but yeah, I really... It was intense. Nursing school was not. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but it was overwhelming. Mm. Just because it's a lot, you know, dedicate a lot of your time to it. And and a lot of the nurses aren't very nice to students. Right. Did you have that experience or? Um, I did have one (laughs) experience. It's actually quite a story. Um, It was halfway through my nursing associate's degree program and uh, we were doing a mental health rotation. And um, it was interesting because I started working that summer there. And so I knew some of the staff members. And um, I remember this particular nurse that was really, really mean to just everyone in in general, you know, Mm -hmm. and to nursing students, she just tore them apart. And so the very first clinical rotation that we had, um, she told us to do something that was not by the book. And we all knew that that was not the right thing to do, you know. So I told him, listen, we can't do it like that. But I didn't realize that she was behind me. So she turns around and she's like, what did you say? And I was like, ah, just informing my classmates that this is probably not the right way of doing things. So we're going to follow the book. What was it? I don't remember. I think okay. it's like taking taking vital signs and okay. you know not not using like the little uh, sheath for the thermometer and not oh, like oh. changing gloves and stuff. It yeah. was it was pretty nasty. It was pretty, yeah. you know it was like oh. so. Anyways, so she's like, well, uh, you guys are going to do it the way that I'm telling you. I was like, no, we're not going to do it, and that's final. And so she just exploded like right then and there. And so then she told my instructor, my instructor called me and she was like, maybe you weren't the most respectful, you know, I'm going to have to fail you for this, for this clinical rotation. So I was like, oh crap. So, uh, but that's, eventually she did it again to another student, you know, and that's when, you know, the school got more involved with some of the practices that the hospital was there. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the story carried on, but yes, I did have maybe like one experience and I think that's probably the one that um, sticks out in, in my mind the most. Right. Yeah. I mean, you were doing a good thing, like standing up for what was right. It's yeah. really disgusting if you're not changing the thermometer shape and oh, yeah, sticking it in everyone's good. mouth. You know? <laughs> Thank gross. goodness we don't do butts. <laughs> that would be really Rectal. gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, yeah. Um, 
I had a, the main thing that stood out for me was I had a really terrible, like uh, clinical instructor. She was awful from her school, I think. Um, and, and then some of the nurses just weren't like the nicest. I don't have like anyone was particularly mean. It was mm-hmm. more like the clinical instructor, but oh, I see. anyway. Um, so what made you finally like decide you wanted to be a nurse? Um, actually I didn't. <laughs> you didn't? You no, just did it? I didn't want to. Um, so since maybe since I can remember, I always wanted to be a doctor. Um, but you, you know, with the whole economy and after I finished high school, it was around 2008 and the whole economy was kind of coming down and so forth. I didn't really see a way of going to medical school, you know, the pre-med and then mm-hmm. the medical school and the whole thing. And so that's why I started working. And so my, my, my mom actually suggested to me, you know, when don't you do nursing, use that as a stepping stone and then you can do medical school if you want to, you know, mm-hmm. you may find that this is something that you want to do instead. Mm-hmm. And at first I avoided the conversation of really hated the idea and I didn't want to do it. And I was like, no, no. Because you were like really set on being a doctor? Yes. And Mm. not to be misogynistic or anything like that, but in my culture, you know, nurses are women and Mm -hmm. doctors are boys. And And say where you're from so everyone knows. (laughs) I'm from El Salvador. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's just the cultural, you know, view of things out there. So I kind of, had that uh, residue in my mind about like what, you know, oh, I can't be a nurse. You know, that's more like a like, um, a woman's job profession, which mm-hmm. it started to be, you know, since the beginning. But now it's um, it's an amazing field to go for men as well. Right. And uh, but anyways, so I decided to do that. Um, but my dream has always been to continue and mm-hmm. to go to medical school eventually. But Is that how you still feel? You still want to be a doctor? I still do, but I'm enjoying nursing so much right now that I don't see myself going to medical school for mm-hmm. the next few years. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, so is this your first... The, you work in a hospital. Yes. Right? So you work with Sarah, so that's how mm-hmm. you're on here. And cardi- cardiac floor. Yes. Right, Okay. Um, and it's your first nursing job? Yes, it's my first nursing job. Yes. Okay, so you've been a nurse for two years. Two, yeah, about two two years. Almost two years. Almost two. No, it's more than two years. I don't know. Let's see. Well, the thing I got, well, it's about two and a half years since I have my license. But since I started working, I slept off a little bit. I took a break. And mm-hmm. so it's been about two years okay. since I've been in there. Did you mean to go into cardiology or did you just fall um, into it? So... I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. However, I did like the floor, the heart and vascular unit. Excuse me. Um, I did my preceptorship there. um, And I really liked the team environment and the culture and how the floor functioned. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked that it was fast-paced. I didn't want anything that was too slow, you know. Um, And so I was really drawn to that. Um, It just happened to be that cardiology was, it's one of my favorite concepts, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I wanted to start at the beginning. Just as a new nurse, I think it's important to um, associate on the, you know, with the right environment, with the right, you know, nurses right. and coworkers and so forth. Right. Uh, because I think that the, the, pre, the preconception is that, oh, I'm by myself now, you know, I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't seem to be that way for me, at least. Right. Uh, just because the environment, everybody was very, very supportive. Everyone right. seems to be working um, as a team rather than just individually. Right. And yeah. I think that's really the nice thing about nurses. For the most part, we're yeah, really yeah. team oriented and we exactly. know that we're there for each other because if you're there for someone else, they'll be there for you. Exactly. Um, exactly. So if you ended up going on to medical school, do you think you'd specialize in cardiology or what do you envision? Like if um, you ended up doing that? If I, if I ended up, well, uh, so 
I probably would want to do something with cardiology, whether that is medical school or nurse practitioner or you know even PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that's definitely something that I have learned to. Well, I know more about it now more than other areas because it's my only field of right. experience, other than mental health. But right. Um, do you like mental health? Did you like your um, experience? I, I like my job. <laughs> I don't particularly think I like mental health as a whole because mm-hmm. I think it's still, to me, it's underdeveloped, at least in the nursing uh, aspect of it. What do you mean? Um, there's not that many resources, you know. And um, I think that there's not enough education um, to the nurses about some of the conditions, how to prepare in the event of uh, what do they call it? Uh, we call it a code gray, or mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it in, in other yeah. hospitals. It's like a strong code, or whatever. right? A strong man. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, to me, there's not enough resources. But I did like it, though. I think it was really interesting. It helped me cope with people more, um, cope with my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave me the confidence that I needed to move forward in into you know nursing and yeah. nursing school throughout nursing school and stuff. I so. think. Um, that's great. I think it's hard to find. Most of the time when I ask people about mental health and working there as nurses, they're not interested. Either love it or you hate it. Um, I hated yes. it. <laughs> but um, it's hard to find people that like it. I think it's uh, sometimes... It's not... Like, because... I don't know if it's because they're you're working with people that have, um, you know, something they're struggling with and going through as patients that... You either, I notice some of the nurses, you you know, push them off or let something slide because, oh, they're, you know, they're kind of crazy or whatever. Um, obviously not all of them. Some of the nurses were fabulous. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it was just hard. It was hard to work. It, it's an interesting area. You don't know if you can trust the patient. I had some sketchy situations <laughs> where they were lying to me and it was really weird and I didn't want to like be mean to them, but yeah. you know, there it's, it's an interesting place, but we definitely like, I, I think it's really great when people want to work in, in that field because it's really needed. And I know we need a lot of mental health nurses because a lot of people don't want to do it because it's tough. Yes. It's unpredictable. I think that's what I think I got from it. Like the big picture is unpredictable. Yeah. Um, I think that, however, we don't really use our coping skills as much as we should, and we don't really teach them to our patients. Right. So when I was in mental health, my job consisted uh, of activities. So we would do activities. We would do like team building exercises, coping skills, mm-hmm. different types of group, even just fun groups like karaoke or like playing with the Wii or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun, you know. But I never really found any material or anything that would um, that the patients could follow through. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was just for the moment. Uh, it seemed that it was, it seemed practical, but there's not a lot of follow through. And I think that's something that we could probably improve in that field because a lot of those patients come back, you know, they're right. institutionalized. Right. Um, so that, I think that's probably what I mean when I say that is underdeveloped, that it needs more resources. Um, but I don't know, I really also got a lot of good lessons from it. Like I learned not to think this personally. <laughs> patients are patients, what, right. whatever they're here from, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, that, you know, to know that we can't fix everything, you know. Some of these things that patients may be going through or not, they pro- probably will never be fixed, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But as nurses, we can always, you know, understand that we, we can't fix 
all of the issues that the patients right. have. But we can so. be there for them. And exactly. Whatever resources we do have, we can use. And I think that's true about the underdevelopment. I think a lot of the, at least in the United States, um, mental health or homelessness, it's, for example, you know, uh, mental health problems, a lot of times a lot of times they're institutionalized or hospitalized or put in jail. We don't really deal with the problem and try to put more into it. We need to do more research and how to right. better care for them. <clears throat> and... Um, it's hard because it's a really common, you know, it's a really common thing people deal with because life is hard and humans yeah, are, uh, you know, challenged creatures. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah complex, I think that's I think. that's really cool. Yeah, really complex. Yeah. Um, that you really like that. It's really that's great. It's 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 different, I think, but it kind of all ties it up together somehow. So as far as being like an, a a nurse <laughs> or a male nurse, have you gotten any weird? reactions about that or for you had experiences where patients don't want you to do something like female patients, for example, or even male patients because you're a man compared to a woman. Like you said earlier, it's often, it started as a female job. Um, even here, you know, it's always been men are doctors and women are nurses. Right, right. So what are your experiences with that? If um, you've had any? Yeah, to me, I haven't had any so far. I think not since I was officially a nurse, uh, but during nursing school, um, I did have a f quite a few experiences where the patient didn't want me to be in the room, but that was in labor and delivery, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes the patients were cool about it, but, but the hospitals were not, you right, know, okay. so I, I think that's probably the only thing that I can think of where, mm -hmm. um, it, it's more advantageous, I guess, to be a female in that field, mm -hmm. you know, in that particular area. Right. But other than that, I don't think so. I've always uh, made it a thing that I need to be respectful to the patient at all times, you know. And I think that if they don't believe that, then they will probably not allow you to do certain things for their care. Right. So. You mean, so, for example, if you need to do a procedure on a woman... Um, like let's say you had to do an EKG and you were going to see their boobs or something. If you're confident and you're professional and you seem trustworthy, they'll let you do it. Is well, that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you have to be respectful. I think you, just, you know, once they once they understand that you are doing the best for their care and mm -hmm. you're not doing it with any other intentions, then they mm -hmm. will let you do it. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's, it's all about patients, patient care, you know, and how they see me. If they see me that I'm just walking around laughing and playing games, they're probably not going to trust me as a nurse. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. But if I, you know, present myself in a very professional, respectful manner, then I think they will entrust their well-being into our hands. And yeah. I think that's probably something that, we need to value more as nurses, mm -hmm. you know. And that's your, yeah. sounds like that's been your experience so far. Yes, of course. That you haven't yeah. had much trouble. No, it's, uh, to me, like I said, you know, the only, the only thing that I can think of is back in nursing school when he was delivered mm -hmm. in delivery for, right, yeah. Right. But nothing like today, I don't think so. And what yeah. about with coworkers? Has any, I mean, like, have you had jokes or people made comments or been weird about it, like female nurses? Or I don't know if you have a girlfriend, like, has it been weird that you're working with mostly girls? Have any doctors, like anything um, about you being a man? Like doctors sitting on me because I'm a nurse? No. <laughs> <laughs> or like, no. a, like a, I mean, I could see like a male doctor being like, oh, you're a nurse, huh? Like you didn't become a doctor or um, you know I haven't had that personally I know that sometimes they may talk about it especially the male physicians um, you know it's not very publicly out there just 
because I think that it's not a very ethical thing to do, you know, or respectful thing to do in that matter. And right. nobody likes to get written out for th- stuff that they could avoid it saying, you know. Right, so I course. don't think so. I don't think I've, I've To your had face, anything. no one said anything. No, like my family on the other side too, you know, especially in, back in my country. Oh, he's a nurse. Oh, what? You know, he couldn't, uh. he couldn't be a doctor. What, what the heck is mm-hmm. wrong with him, you know? But uh, not personally here, you know. Yeah. So it's funny when people say that, like, "Oh, you're you just a nurse. Like, why didn't you become a doctor?" But they're really different. You don't like exactly. nurses. Nurses yes. do not go to medical school. Exactly. A lot of people think we go to medical school. We go to nursing school. Yeah. They're totally different. The way you approach conditions, your goal. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. goal is, you know, comforting the patient, education, being there for the family, um, you know, following orders, etc. Patient, I mean, on and on and on. And doctors are like fixing you, you know, and keeping you alive. And that's totally the different approach of your schooling and your education. And um, so saying like, even, oh, are you going to end up being a doctor? I'm like, I didn't go to medical school. I didn't go to pre-med school. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I went nursing school. Nursing is just a totally different pathway. And also just, it's, it's, um, you know, I'm not there to necessarily fix people. I'm there to be there for them and to support them. And Mm it's just a really different role. I don't want to be a doctor. Um, I think a lot of times they think, or people might have the misconception that we become a nurse because we can't become doctors Mm -hmm. or we're too scared to, but it's a really, it's a totally different profession. Exactly. But I think because maybe they're both in the medical field and if obviously you're not in the field, you don't know. So people ignorantly say stuff like that. Just not sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that, I don't know, you said something that kind of resonated too. Um, everybody kind of expects that, oh, you're just halfway there, mm-hmm. you know. You're, yeah, it's, continue to study, you'll get there. You right. know? Sometimes you do get that, yeah. but, but it's not, you know. I'm, like I said before, I'm totally content with my nursing you know, experience so far, and I don't mm-hmm. think for any second I would trade that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I do think that uh, nursing and medicine are, completely different ways of thoughts too. Right. We do cater for the same patient, but it's a whole, it's, it's, from different, it's from different perspectives, I think. Exactly. So. Yeah. And, you know, if, if a nurse were to go on and continue education, so a nurse is complete. We're not like half educated <laughs> and we just haven't finished getting higher up or whatever. Right, so right. we're done. We're done. Um, but you can, you know, go on and become a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. For example, I think that's our doctorate of nursing. That's like the highest right. um, degree you could have. And then you could switch gears and you could go on, let's say a parallel different pathway that goes off and that would be medical school. So that would be a PA physician's assistant or a, a medical doctor. Right. And, um, I think people don't really know that that's a two different paths kind of going in different directions. There's either the nursing, the nurse practitioner, doctor nursing, or mm-hmm. PA and, and doctor. And medical assistant also kind of falls under the medical side, right. not the nursing side. Exactly. And then there's yeah. nursing, um, CNA, certified nursing assistants. Yes. Uh, anyway, did you ever do ask. like medical assisting or CNA? No, CNA? I, I never did anything before this. I never had any other um, certifications or anything like that. Well, other okay. than my basics, BLS, BLS and stuff. thing, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but nothing before that, um, I don't think. Yeah. No. Uh, we've, yeah. Like I said, the only thing was I was lucky enough to start working in the hospital, so I was acquainted with it, but mm-hmm. no, nothing like a, like a licensed personnel. Right. Yeah. So if you changed and did nursing, or sorry, medical school, <laughs> um, do, would you get to like shortcut a couple things because you are a nurse, like, and you have some medical, 
let's say like nursing school, you have to do prereqs and stuff, you know, anatomy, physiology and all that. Mm -hmm. If you're starting at the bare bottom, would you have to start at the bare bottom for medical school? Do you um, know? I think as long as it was, they just require that you pass your MCATs and that you have a bachelor's degree. Okay. So, yeah. th and then you can enter medical school. Right. And then you are eligible to apply. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't really know so. anything about medical school. Yeah, it's a little tricky. I'm still trying to figure some things out. So like I said, you know, I'm not really invested into it right now. It's still like a long-term goal of mine. But, mm -hmm. you know, if this nursing thing works, then might as well just go to be a nurse practitioner, yeah. which is, a, like I said, it's a whole different thing. But right. yeah, with, with medicine, um, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's very different, especially when you are in, in medical school. Um, afterwards, then, you know, the first two years are mostly like theory and the last two years are more like clinical sides of it. Mm -hmm. um, in those four years, then you have to pass your step one or step U, um, uh, U.S. licensing medical, U.S. licensing medical exam. Mm -hmm. And then you're ready to apply for residency. And, okay. you know, that's a whole different thing because yeah. then they try to match you. You know, you have options of where you want to go or what um, specialty you want to do. And then it's like a lottery, you know, so you... Oh, Close my like, fingers and, and I hope that I get the right. specialty that You're I like, want. You're so. like, I want cardiology, but depending on where I land, you could be put in OB, for example, <laughs> yeah, or something. Like psych okay. or something. Okay. Yeah. I feel like like a nurse uh, practitioner, if, more, if for you, might be like a good compromise where you're yeah. still doing things doctors do, but you're instead on the other track. Exactly. And I don't think there's as, they are as competitive as, as medical school is, you know. Right. Um, and so that's what makes it so... Attractive. Yeah, so so much more attractive to go that 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 route. Right, to, you know. and it doesn't take as long. Do you, I think it's like two more years to become an NP if you're a bachelor's. Yeah, well, it depends on the on the program also. Like, if you mm -hmm. want to do like anesthesiology or cardiac or just a family nurse practitioner, you know, whatever. That's so, true. I guess. Yeah. Huh? Are, are the like well, nurse What do you mean, nurse anesthetist? You know, That's CRNAs. different. Yeah, but that's right. not a nurse practitioner, is it? Uh, it's a master's, though. It's a master's right. in nursing. So, but so, not but a nurse sorry, practitioner. Yeah, it is not a nurse practitioner. Okay, yeah, I was like, yeah. that's different. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah that yeah. takes, that is the highest paid nursing job that exists, yeah. as far yeah. as I know. Um, I knew someone once who wanted to do that, and I'm like, that is a long road. Yes. You have to like get all of your hours as a nurse regularly before you can even apply to the program. And man, seems like it's a very arduous process. Very complicated, yeah. Complicated, yeah. yeah. But it's crazy because you're still working under like a, an anesthesiologist and they get paid the big bucks, but then you <laughs> sit there the rest of the time exactly. and do all the work. Kind of like being a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors right. get the Jeez. big bucks exactly. and you do all the work. Um, um, I mean, for good reason. They obviously have all the like training to keep people alive and we just do their dirty work, but. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that, to be honest. No? Because, oh, please, please, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's elaborate. Because I think that nurses also need to critical think, critically think um, to provide the appropriate care and the safe, safest care for the patient. Mm -hmm. Doctors are human beings and they make mistakes and I have seen orders that don't make sense or yeah. medications that were uh, ordered that, would have done more harm than good or they right. forgot to put an order for a lab or something. Mm -hmm. You know, if we just do the doctor's dirty work, we would just make the same mistakes that they forgot to or, you know, overlooked those, right. those, those things. Right. Um, I give nurses everywhere props for... Uh, 
sometimes reminded the doctors of mm-hmm. you know how to do things right right um so. and i didn't I, yeah i, I was kind of joking but like but that's true yeah. I, I it's constantly like oh you forgot to also like a lot of times at least so i work outpatient right i mm-hmm. work in an office and a lot of times they'll order um diuretics and potassium um wasting ones and i know that they're gonna end up with low potassium most of the time they don't order potassium so i'm constantly like did you want to order potassium <laughs> exactly. with that? did you want to like do you want to have a follow-up BMP? Do you want to check their kidney? You know, you know, do you want to do this or that? Or it's hard also advocating, um, for the patients and knowing you're the one hearing their complaints and Mm -hmm. their problems and them not feeling well. And then having a doctor dismiss it, you're having to tell them, Oh, sorry, they don't think that that's the problem. Go figure it out. You know, and, and that's really hard. So you have to advocate and fight and do what you think is right and stand up to a doctor um, and that comes with knowing that you've been educated and you're paying exactly. attention or you could, when I've met other people in nurses like this or people in healthcare field, you could just say, who cares? And just, that's what doctor said and, and not really look into it any further, but you're not really doing your patients any justice of course not. or yourself. How are you exactly. going to feel proud about that? Well, you know, we also have a responsibility to provide safe you know, safe care or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, I I think that, um, you know, some, some, sometimes it it is a, it is a nerd, the the nerd, sorry, the nurse that catches. It's a nerdic? (laughs) The nurse that catches, you know, that, that kind of mistake. And I think you're right. You know, we see these complaints all the time, you know, oh, I'm, my, you know, this is the same example. Oh, they gave me they gave me Lasix, and then my potassium is like a two. You yeah, know? Uh, because they overlook those things. Right, uh, and I think doctors are thankful that we're there catching it. They're not perfect; they're human beings. Of course, um, they have a hu- you know huge stress on them and tons of patients, and they're keeping them alive and thinking about really critical things. So having us be their backup eyes and instead of looking like oh you forgot to do this, you know, being like hey I'm here for you and did you want to do this? You know, did yeah, you want to like, exactly, yeah. oh yeah, thank you so much. And that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of bashing each other and not being a team effort. Um, yeah, so I yeah. think that's really good patient care. That's really good team teamwork between doctors and nurses. And I yeah, wish it happened all the time. Yeah, it would be ideal. It would be <laughs> ideal for everybody. Yeah. Kind of makes the patient feel safer and us. Of course. Um, yeah, and, and, and I think it really shows, you know, the patient really sees the difference mm-hmm. and too. Um, so one of the things, I'm also a clinical instructor for the school that I used to go, you mm-hmm. know, my old, my alma mater, you say. Right. And so I, I see a lot of that lack in communication now that you're saying that, you know, that we should be communicating, you know. And I see a lot of lack of communication between some nurses and some doctors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of times I catch some things with my students when we are discussing about the patient's condition and for them to be able to understand it more as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of times that the nurse knows that something is not being done appropriately or they know that there's something missing in the care and they're not vocal about it. Uh, you know, and I've seen that kind of recently and I'm like, we need to be, we need to speak up more, you know. Uh, I think the difference between uh, doctors and nurses that shouldn't be as this as distinctive, you know, where we put the doctor up at the top and the nurse at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, we should overcome that uh, 
how do you say it? Uh, the, that, the, the, the preconception. Yeah, you know? that thinking, that mindset. Exactly, mm-hmm. the mindset and be right. able to step up and be advocates, like you said, for for our patients. Right. How do you go about becoming a clinical instructor? I've, I've kind of thought that that would be like a cool thing to do because I uh. love education. I'm all about education and showing people um, I'm pretty patient. And yeah. um, how do you go about doing that? Um, so I was lucky. Um my mentor, uh, we we are coworkers, but she, she I treat her more like a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was asked to do some clinical instructor duties uh, there, and she went through this thing where she needed more time to spend with her family, so she decided not to do that for a semester or so. Mm-hmm. So then she recommended me into it. They like how I did it. Uh, the students appreciated my contributions to their learning experience, mm-hmm. and so then they continue to ask me to do it. So it's been a uh, it's been a blessing, I think, uh, and also a challenge because oftentimes I forget some of the things that they're that they are learning, you know, mm-hmm. and they come up with these great questions, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really know, but let me look into that. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I get to be you know on the forefront of uh, evidence based practice, or you know, like the latest things right. that are coming out, uh, or just. Reviewing certain things, you know, uh, so it's 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 been pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Well, I would imagine it kind of keeps you fresh because they're in nursing school. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> bringing up questions, they're like, "Oh man, I haven't thought about that for a while." So yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Or really doing things, you know, as we are work more in the field over years, you kind of become lazy in the way that you do things. So I would imagine it keeps you kind of following it more by the book exactly yes yeah it's definitely some a lot of refreshments <laughs> not like food but yeah right. like refreshments like <laughs> that skills too. yes yeah yeah, like, yeah. 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 have you had any um, students that have been like um, difficult as in you I don't know struggled with thinking what a challenge do you know what I'm saying like yeah um, I'm, I'm, disrespectful students maybe that you uh-huh. had to uh, yeah, it's not disrespectfulness that I had to deal with. It's just this one student. Um, it, it was seemed to be lacking a lot of focus in his studies, and he mm-hmm. showed uh, he lacked initiative, also like motivation to learn, motivation to to you know to challenge his skills and his knowledge. You mm-hmm. know, and so um, I spoke with him about it because it was concerning at that point. And it came up that his his father was really sick. He was going through a very serious medical condition that it didn't seem like there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And so he's, you know, at that same time, he was breaking up with his girlfriend. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff. Right. And that was affecting his. everything else, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's the only uh, experience that I've had where somebody is not uh, invested or is not... Uh, um, Doing things the best that they can mm-hmm. to to learn more. Right. Um, unfortunately, uh, that the student wasn't very successful at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I I was really empathetic about that because I can remember something similar that happened to me. You know, so I can see myself in his shoes. Right. Um, but other than that, no, not nothing like disrespectfulness or anything okay. like that. That's good. Yeah. And I think that's also important that instead of, you know, because there can be really 
not the greatest clinical instructors out there and really bashing on the student yeah, or being mean to them. Exactly. Instead saying, hey, you're going through a rough time and taking the time to find out what's going on. I notice you're struggling. Yeah. You know, yeah. what can we do to help you? And then if they're having a hard time, you know, not just being mean to them and saying you're not doing good enough, you know, because um, that does happen a lot and people don't take yeah. the time to really look into the students and, and we're there ultimately as educators in life with any human being to support each other. So that sounds like you. Yeah, you know, it's, um, I, I think there may have been one person that maybe a situation where they weren't really supportive or they, you know, uh, like, I mean, when I was in nursing school, you know, mm-hmm. that I had struggled or I was late or, you know, things like that. Um, there was always somebody who wasn't very empathetic about it. So I'm like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. You know? And so I, I don't care if my students forget what, what, a medication is or mm-hmm. they, they forget a step or they break mm-hmm. um, serial procedures as long as I'm there and we can't fix that mistake but uh, as long as they're practicing safely to me right. that's that's what they need you know right. it, it doesn't matter if they forget something mm-hmm. as long as they're focused as long as they're taking or making the best out of their clinical experience. Right. You know? I think being a good human being and being respectful and doing your best, not necessarily focusing on exactly like you said, forgetting a medication. Well, there are tons and when you're out there, you'll have yeah. time to like look it up quickly exactly. or you'll learn because you're working usually in one area and you'll learn all the meds. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's hard because a lot of people, again, some clinical instructors can really focus on that. But I, I like that you're saying you're focusing on being respectful, being safe, trying yeah. to be a good person, trying to be a good nurse to the best of your ability rather than like your little pinpointing, oh my gosh, you didn't wash your hands for <laughs> yeah. two minutes. How dare you? <laughs> you know, like those things you'll learn and you'll get better at and it exactly. just, you get better with experience and, and you have the knowledge to say, I know you'll get better with experience and that's not really what's important. Yes, at least you tried, like try to know that, I mean, at least show me that like you studied and like you tried, mm-hmm. but it's okay if you forgot some stuff, but I know that you're trying and you're putting the effort yeah. on and you're trying to be safe about it. Exactly. And if you don't know, ask. And I feel like they would be comfortable asking you. And, and of course. And I think that's the whole point about this thing. If they don't feel comfortable about asking, they're going to make mistakes. Right. You know, because right. they're going to try to figure themselves, you know, on, on their own. It may not be the best thing. Right. I don't know. Exactly. I, I think that if they're comfortable with me opening them up or, you know, discussing whatever, then that, that's, that's a point for me, you mm-hmm. know. And very so. true. And that just goes to open communication. And um, last week we talked about that. We talked about kind of uh, doctors as coworkers and how when you are working with a doctor that takes the time to, you know, if you make a mistake or, you know, propose something and it's maybe not the best course of action and they take you aside and talk to you and educate you about it in a nice way instead of reprimanding you or being angry, you're going to be able, you're going to be open to critically thinking yourself more and coming up to them more often and Mm -hmm. being braver and working to the top of your scope because you know you're not going to be yelled at or something you know they're going to come to you and you're going to all share knowledge so we talked about that last week and this is applicable well yeah you know it should be um it should be a constructive learning experience rather than a shameful right negative one and i think that's hard because a lot of nursing school is hard and uh embarrassing and people other nurses make it a shameful 
tough experience yeah. and it's usually negative. Yeah, I I remember before nursing school, like right when I was waiting to see if I had been accepted or not, it was always people will come and just intimidate you with like, oh man, you have no idea what you're into. And mm-hmm. They make it like a negative thing, you know, like you said, in nursing school, things are kind of different, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's about how we present things that, uh, you know, um, people who are paying attention to us will, yeah. you know, will go through that experience and they will be able to, you know, either go through it successfully, you know, assertively mm-hmm. or break down and fall apart because it's too hard for them. Right. You and know. you have a really good mindset. So I think like you're kind of like this positive um, I'll get through it. I'm capable. You're yeah. capable. We can do this. At least that's what it sounds like. You're really good at putting that on. Well, yeah, I mean, because if I did nursing school with three jobs and a relationship, I mean, who else can't do it? I mean, unless you're lazy, uh, you know. Yeah, I guess um, so. I'm so like, everyone, I'm lazy. No, I'm I not mean, saying yeah. that. No, <laughs> what no, I'm saying I know is what you that, no. You know, it takes a really strong effort to not be successful, I think. Mm-hmm. But if you apply yourself and you work hard right. and you'll be able to accomplish something. Yeah. I think if you believe in yourself, right. you can right. do it. You can do anything. Um, and uh, even if there's, cause I know there are like several nursing students listening or we have some people that are in LVN school and it can be tough, but you know, you're dedicated, find other support. If yeah. Remember why you're doing it and that you're going to come out and you're not always going to be in nursing school. Exactly. You know, you're going to come out on the other side and end up getting a good job and enjoying it. And it might be tough in the beginning. We've had some, you know, new nurses write into us and say, you know, thanks for doing the podcast because it talks about kind of after nursing school mm-hmm. and that it's tough in the beginning, but we all go through that and we get through it and become, you know, better nurses for it. Of course. And, um, it's a great profession. Oh, it's a, it's a great profession. I, it, it's going to pass. Whoever's listening to this, it's, it's going to pass. It's going to yeah. get better. I mean, if I did it, then you guys can do you it. You can do it. Yeah. And, Everybody. You know, it's, trust me, if I can do it, you guys can do it. <laughs> Says the <laughs> man who had three jobs, a girlfriend, and wants that's, to be a doctor. But. That's not to brag. <laughs> that's just giving people motivation, you know. That is true. It's giving motivation. Um, because mm-hmm. I, obviously I didn't do this for myself all by myself, you know, there were definitely people that were involved that thanks to them, I can say that I'm successful now, you know? And right. so if you can be that person that supports another person, be successful and do it. Right. Well, if you ever end up becoming, you know, go on in your journey and decide to get more, you know, further your education, become a nurse practitioner, you should come on while you're in the program. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And talk yeah. to, talk us through us about it. Talk to us. Sorry. I've had like wine at this point. Um, <laughs> talk to us about your process. And once you're a nurse practitioner, we'll just get, keep telling you. Or if you're a nurse, just like keep coming on. It's always fun. Um, I'm yeah, surprised that you didn't cool. say you had more like trouble with patients being like a male nurse. Because um, my only experiences with male nurses were when I was in nursing school and, you know, people, you know, the, my my fellow students wanted to do like a catheter on somebody and they still did it and it was fine, but sometimes they didn't. They asked for a female. And so I didn't know if that was something now that you've been working a couple of years, you've experienced, but it sounds like it's been pretty, um, hasn't happened that much. No. And I think one key thing is that uh, patients can smell fear. <laughs> so if you're there, not sure, right. all sweating and things, you know, mm-hmm. they can smell, oh, this guy's ployed never done it before yeah. you know I don't want these guys to do put right. a catheter in me or put an IV in me right just send me somebody else you know? yeah uh, but you know it's like I said I, I think my bottom line is to be respectful to the patients always right you know? and it's um, true the 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 you know 
they say go on, go in the room like you've done it a thousand times. You know, go in the room with confidence. Don't show them that you're afraid and you don't know what you're doing. Just pretend you know what you're doing and keep going. Obviously, you'll have your instructor there and like of course. make sure you're safe. But go in and be confident, even if you're not and you're scared shitless. Like <laughs> just go in and be confident because then they're confident in you. Exactly. You yeah. know, and we're gonna always make sure a patient is safe. But um, that's what someone always told me. And you can tell the difference in the patients when they're looking at you and you're going in yeah, like, okay, we're going to do an IV and we're going to get, okay, how are you comfortable? Everything's good. Okay. Just a little, you know, but if you're like, oh my, um, okay. So is this, um, so is this right? Okay. Um, you know, then. Or then apologizing to the patient every yeah, two seconds. Oh, like, so sorry, sorry, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, did that, did that hurt? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, and then they're like, well, do you know what you're doing? You know, so it's yeah. just all about confidence. Even if you don't feel confident, it's kind of like smile, fake it till you make it. Yeah, and but I just want to say something on that aspect too. But be, be also be humble and be sincere. Be, 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 be honest to the patient too. You know, because it's good to be confident, mm-hmm. to be assertive. But mm-hmm. you don't want to be cocky, you know, and make a mistake and not admit it. Uh-huh. You know, For example, always. like what's what type of scenario do you mean? I, I don't know. You know, like you, uh, I don't know. There's a medication you're supposed to give twelve point five of metoprolol. You give the whole twenty five because you forgot your pill uh-huh. cutter. You know, like oh no, that's okay. I give you the right pills. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, and rather than admitting that you don't know something. Thing or right. that you made a mistake, you know. The uh, that, I mean, to me, it's kind of like that fine line where it's like, oh, what's the difference between being confident and assertive versus being cocky yes. and just right. being an asshole, you know? Right, exactly. And so. see, that would be wrong. So exactly. being confident and saying, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this skill. I've prepared for it. I've studied. I know what I'm doing, and I'm a little nervous, and I'm not confident, but I'm gonna be confident exactly. for the patient. Yeah. Or Oops, I'm about to make a mistake, but I don't want to be. I don't want to make the pa- let the patient know, so I'm just going to do it anyway. Okay, well that you should never ever do, no exactly, matter what. No matter what. <laughs> that is like, yeah. oh, I, you know, I need to go check something. I will be right back, and then you leave and you fix your mistake and you address it with somebody. Of course, and and that's the difference between you know knowing what's appropriate, you know. Um, that's a really good point. Yeah. Just just so that we're clear, you know, and somebody listening will be like, oh yeah, I can definitely do it. And, right, <laughs> right, yeah. If you there's need to be, yeah, yeah. It, there's always the first thing in anything in nursing and medicine is patient yeah. safety above anything else ever. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. your safety and patient safety. And if anything is, you know, if your confidence is going to be risking patient safety, don't be confident. <laughs> like yeah. just be confident in your ability to walk out of the situation and get help. Exactly, um, be, be, um, be humble about things. Yes, yeah. yes. Be confident, but also humble that you don't know everything. Exactly. And you can always have help, you know. Um, that is great. I feel like people or students must be really happy that you're their instructor. I hope so. I, I really like my students. I think um, they, they really motivate me to continue to learn, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I see myself in a lot of them. I think that's probably what has attracted me most about it. Because I know that there's a potential in, in, in everyone if they're willing to work for it. Because um, somebody saw the potential in me and, and, and it helped me through, you know. Right. But anyways, I just want to point out that I didn't realize that it says whining with nurses on oh, the glasses. Oh, yeah, the wine glasses. I know. If anyone <laughs> wants to buy these, we can put them up for sale, folks. Um, we didn't even talk about your wine. You've oh, had it this, before, obviously, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's been read- pretty good, actually. It's kind of, it's pretty bold. I, I really like it. Yeah, it's kind of like buttery at the beginning. I'm terrible with wine, okay? I don't know how to describe anything. Um, 
I think it tasted buttery and full and strong and I really liked it. Good. And I don't really know <laughs> any other descriptors except that it was delicious. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you brought it and I'm so glad that you came on the podcast today. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thanks for sharing all your stories. If you end up progressing, come back. Even if you don't and you stay a nurse, <laughs> I want you to come back. It'd be fun to have you and Sarah, um, you know, and share your story. So awesome. Well, thank you for that uh, invitation. Definitely. Um, All right. Cheers. Winding with nerd.